In this podcast, Dr. William Bennett interviews the first recipient of the Bennett Scholars Grant, Dr. Jane Schell, about her work teaching communication skills that help nephrologists deliver difficult news and work with kidney patients to address their most complex health decisions. Welcome to the ASN Kidney News Podcast. Dr. Schell, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, hello. I'm happy to be here. My name is Jane Schell. I am a nephrologist and a palliative care physician at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Great. And Dr. Bennett, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. My name is Bill Bennett. I'm a nephrologist in Portland, Oregon, and I've done a lot of things over my career, but currently I'm working as the director of kidney transplant services at a large community hospital transplant program. Fantastic. Well, welcome to the ASM podcast. Dr. Schell, what prompted you to apply for the William and Sandra Bennett Clinical Scholars Grant? Yeah, that's a great question, Jesse. Um, I, I can actually remember the first time I heard about this grant opportunity. It was actually being advertised through ASN, and it resonated with everything I'd been working towards as in my professional development and my personal development I did my fellowship at Duke University, and it was a wonderful experience for me. Most of all, it helped me find what I was interested in. I went there with dreams of being a nephrologist and a geriatrician, and I left there doing research in palliative care and becoming a palliative care physician with an interest in nephrology and palliative care education. So what I have been doing in my years since becoming a faculty person at the University of Pittsburgh was really um, redefining communication education for nephrologists, and I've focused on fellows and and improving their communication skills. So this opportunity to advance the curriculum we had already started developing was an amazing opportunity. Um, I'd just like to ask Jane uh, the question about her project, and if you could describe that a little more fully for us. Yeah, so it's helpful to step back a bit and to start when I was a fellow. I think one of the things I was struck by was how sick patients with kidney disease were. Not only did they have a lot of comorbidities, many of them didn't seem to understand what dialysis was about, what could go wrong in the future, and even thinking about some of their end-of-life preparation. And so I cared for a lot of patients who were in the last days of life as a fellow, and I, I felt very struck about how to help prepare them, how to help talk to them about end of life. And that question led me to meeting some of the palliative care physicians at Duke, one of them being James Tolsky, who was a palliative care physician who does communication research and education. And um, from Working with him and doing some qualitative interviews and and a study, I became really interested in how doctors and specifically nephrologists talk with patients about their disease, what they hope for, and kind of the, um, the things they worry about in the future. And my interest became more crystallized in the form of education versus research. And so together with Dr. Tolsky, we developed a communication workshop called NephroTalk. And it was based off of a very larger nonprofit communication foundation, which is called Vital Talk now, but at the time it was called OncoTalk. And basically it is a 
four communication experts in the country. One of them was James Tolsky, who were teaching oncology fellows about how to have these difficult conversations and doing so with communication frameworks, like some skills to use, and then giving them a lot of opportunities to practice with standardized patients. I helped out with some of their oncology train the trainers workshops as a fellow, and I fell in love um, and decided that's what nephrologists need. <laughs> and so at, at Duke, we formed a small half-day workshop where we wrote cases and taught communication skills um, for nephrologists to talk about starting dialysis talk about stopping dialysis or whether to do dialysis. And from there, my career goals have been um, expanding that curriculum and also starting to measure outcomes to see are, in fact, we helping nephrologists gain comfort and improvement in their skills in talking with patients and family members. So that's what we have been doing at Pittsburgh for the past um, three and a half years. Um, and so this project was the opportunity to think about how do we scale up NephroTalk in a way that um, you don't have to have a three-day workshop with resources, including actors, trained facilitators, and teaching communication, but how can we bring some of these communication skills to all nephrology programs? So our ultimate goal is to make a curriculum that begins to teach some of these communication skills specifically around the talking about advanced care planning and making decisions about dialysis. How do you deal with the issue that prior to dialysis, just with CKD advancing, that the cognitive ability of the patient and their just general uh, ill health uh, may not be representative of what they're like once they start dialysis and are mentally less clouded? How do you deal with that? That's a great point. So, Because that's always been the, just in my world where I deal with uh, potential transplant patients, it's very, very hard to judge uh, somebody's level of understanding, even adjusting for language and health literacy and everything else. It's hard to, to deal with the fact that until they're treated, They've got this uh, uremic milieu, and uh, it's hard to judge what they're like. Right. So to address that, we actually teach different kinds of skills. And number one, we appreciate that there's a lot of barriers that go into how patients can process and um, to hear and process and then to make value-based decisions that are aligned with who they are as a person and what they are hoping for. Um, and a lot of it has to do with both cognitive barriers, like, you know, it may be health literacy. Um, it may be that they've never known someone on dialysis. They don't even, don't even understand how to comprehend what life would be like. And then there's the emotional barriers. I mean, all of this means that patients' lives are completely changed. There's, there's fear, there's anger, there's guilt. And so in the beginning when we start teaching communication skills, before we help them think about, well, should we do dialysis or not, we spend the first part of the session actually practicing giving bad news. And um, and just to ensure that when we're talking with patients and we're giving them news, that we're doing so in a way that actually responds to those health literacy um, barriers, make sure that they understand what we're saying and, and that, that we did a good job saying it. 
and that we realize the emotional impact of what it's like to live with kidney disease, to hear that you have kidney disease, that it's gotten worse, and that we have to make decisions. And it's, it's skills that kind of transcend beyond talking about whether or not to do dialysis. It goes into transplant. It goes sure. into access. Um, so those are key sort of barriers that, that you're touching on. So we, t- we teach simple communication skills, um, such as ask, tell, ask, which means that, you know, before you're giving information, ask what they know and how much that can help us in, in talking about how to tell them the news. And then talking about nephrologists are amazing at giving facts. I mean, we're really good at it. <laughs> so what we try to encourage the fellows to do is to give um, what we call the headliner, give information in small chunks. Right. And then to actually ask them what they understood from the information. And so it's, it, it ensures that we have effective communication. And there's been a lot of talk about how do we bring primary palliative care skills, which is basic palliative care skills, to doctors, whether they're specialists, whether they're internal medicine. And so um, that's what your, your grant has really allowed me to do, is to continue this effort to make us better palliative care doctors. The ASN Foundation for Kidney Research commits more than $3 million every year to support cutting-edge studies that fuel today's innovations and tomorrow's cures. The ASN Foundation encourages you to learn more about its grants program and how you might participate by visiting the ASN website at www.asn-online.org.